Welcome to the Libraries and Weight Rooms podcast, your trusted source for simple strategies to improve your mental and physical fitness. Throughout this podcast, we will discuss how you can manage your mental health by practicing mental fitness, building emotional resilience and curiosity to handle life's challenges. We'll also highlight the crucial link between physical fitness and your overall mental well-being. My name is DJ Liguori, and I want you to realize that you are not alone with this challenge. Thank you for taking the time to listen, and welcome to today's episode. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Libraries and Weight Rooms podcast. My name is DJ Liguori, and thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. We are on episode number 110, trying to be as consistent as possible, which is actually the topic that we are going to talk about today. But we first, before we get into that, as always, super grateful that you decided to tune into what we have to say today. I'm going to try to keep this to around 15 minutes. I know last time I got a little excited and babbled. I was not brief, brilliant, and gone. So I'm going to try to do a better job of that. And if you appreciate me trying to be within that 15-minute uh, range, I would love if you could share, like, comment, rate, whatever you can do to support this podcast and the, and the message behind this podcast of mental and physical fitness. I'd be super, super grateful for that. So thank you so much for anybody who does that. So today, what we're going to talk about is something that I have consistently been seeing pop up with humans. And that's kind of funny when I say that out loud. Um, it's something that I've been seeing really come up in a lot of the the coaches and the entrepreneurs that I study and a lot of the things that they teach around consistency and around discipline. And what I want to do today is I want to tell a quick story. I want to kind of, you know, connect it to an idea and then connect it to mental fitness and some, some key takeaways. And so to outline consistency, I think the best way to really break this down is to think about the 75 hard challenge. The 75 hard challenge is basically you have to do something for 75, you have to do five things, I think it's five or six things for 75 days consistently. And if you miss one of them, you fail or you either start over if you want to take another stab at it. So last year, I've done a couple of podcasts on this. I did 75 hard twice and loved it each time was awesome. The second time I decided to do it, I actually did it kind of on a whim. It was actually, I decided to do it on a podcast and I really wasn't planning on doing it, but it just kind of came out of me and I, and I ended up following through with it. But that second time was a lot harder than the the first time for a, a numerous amount of reasons. So the 75 hard challenge is really just a 75 day challenge on consistency. That's really what it is. The actual things that you have to do each day some of them might be more difficult than others, but the actual premise of the challenge is really just to be consistent for 75 days. And hopefully that leads into you being more consistent in other areas of your life. Well, when I decided to do 75 hard, I was 100% in into it because I attached certain emotion to actually completing it. People compliment me all the time on my consistency and my discipline. I had a friend of mine a couple months ago. He goes, man, if I had your consistency and your discipline, he's like, I'd be a machine. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you, you definitely would. And let that be a lesson to anybody. If you have consistency, if you have discipline, you will be incredible. You will achieve so much more in your life if you are consistent with whatever it is that you want to achieve. 
And so when I decided to do 75 hard, I attached emotion to achieving it. I attached the emotion upon completing it that I was worthy and that I was credible to myself. I wanted to complete this challenge to basically show myself that I could talk about being consistent, that I could talk about being disciplined, and that people might actually listen. To do it twice, I thought would even reinforce that, and then to communicate daily routines, nighttime routines, the things that I do throughout my day to help keep me consistent, I thought would continually make myself more credible in the space of consistency and discipline. And that's important to me because it makes me feel worthy. It makes me feel strong. It makes me feel like there's a reason for me to actually communicate this to other people because there's a greater picture involved here. And so when I started that 75 hard challenge, I connected that emotional feeling of worthiness and credibility to me completing the challenge. And that's what allowed me to stay consistent in that pursuit of completing 75 hard. So the idea here is if you're listening to this and, there, and there's an area of your life that you're not being consistent with, I want to offer up an idea to you. Is it possible that it's not emotional enough for you? You haven't created enough emotional tension and feeling of what it would be like to be consistent in that area and achieve whatever result you're working towards in the process of being consistent in working towards that feeling, that that's why you're actually lacking the consistency. If it's important enough to you, you will figure out a way to achieve it. Because that emotion becomes so important to you that you will stop at nothing to get it. See, the one thing that I'm like, I consistently keep seeing this is Emotion or humans do things to experience emotions. We want to feel something good. That's why we do certain things. We make money in order to feel free. We get in a relationship in order to feel connected. We're constantly doing things in order to feel something. And so if it's important enough to you, based upon that emotion that you connect to being whatever it is that you're consistent with, you're going to figure out a way to achieve it. And so if it's not emotional enough to you, if there isn't a strong enough feeling pulling you through that consistent process to eventually getting to that destination, you're going to get what you tolerate. You're going to get those days of, you know what, hey, I'll take a day off. And I'll get back at it tomorrow. And then you don't get back at it tomorrow. And you say, you know what? I'll get back at it next week. And you don't get back at it next week. And then you maybe push it off for a month or so. And then it never really ever becomes a part of your life. When we start to lack consistency, that's when it then starts to compound. And so one of the things that I think is super important here to be aware of is in our pursuit to be consistent, sometimes we will slip up. 
We are human beings. We're going to mess up sometimes. Okay. And when we do mess up or we miss something, double your focus at the next opportunity. You become ridiculously consistent because you had that little, that little hiccup, that little obstacle. And when you can see an obstacle coming or a challenge coming, maybe you want to go 30 days without drinking and your friends say, hey, let's go out this Friday. Ask yourself what's more important, this obstacle and what it's going to give me, the emotions that it's going to give me, or the emotions that achieving my outcome is going to give me. Remember, we're always searching for those feelings. Whichever feeling is greater, that's where we're going to go. So if we can attach more of an emotional tie to the consistent action, we're going to keep going with it. Is the transformation, which is really the feeling, worth the focus? Is it worth you being consistent? Is it worth the short-term pain for the long-term gain? Now, mental fitness is really about building habits. It's about building mental habits. And it's specifically around building habits with challenge. So when challenge hits you, what is your typical habitual thinking patterns? So for example, when challenge hits you, one of the things you could do is you could go down a very negative pattern and say, I'm not smart enough to overcome this challenge. Challenge always seems to win. Here comes the anxiety. Here comes the self-doubt. Here comes a, a knock on my self-confidence. Here we go again. Right? That could be a pattern of thought. And, and that pattern of thought can definitely surface a lot when it comes to creating consistent routines in your life, especially if we haven't created enough emotional attachment. That's the pattern of thought we can jump into. Or we can jump into, into thought where we look at challenge and we say, here's a beautiful opportunity for me to grow. This is the only way I know I'm going to get stronger as a human being. And this is the only way that I'm going to be able to handle more challenges because life is going to continue to throw them at you with more emotional resilience, with more curiosity. Here we go. I can't wait. That feels a little bit better. That type of pattern when developing that consistent routine is probably going to get you closer to being consistent with whatever you do when you create that type of emotion. Right? So mental fitness, we're creating mental habits around the way that we respond to challenges. So a real life example, when challenge hits me, one of the things that I habitually jump into is I focus on my breathing. I close my eyes and I take five very slow, deep breaths. And what I'm basically doing is I'm, I'm taking my mind from where it was because it got stressed and it got anxious somewhere and I'm bringing it back. Come back to me, brother. I'm bringing it back. I'm slowing my thinking down. I'm getting centered and then I'm going to approach that challenge. That is how I consistently reinforce the habit of my thinking when challenge hits. 
And I do this all the time because challenge is everywhere. So imagine building mental habits of consistency in whatever area you want. For example, if you want to be more consistent with going to the gym, and say you want to go to the gym at 6 a.m. in the morning, you wake up at 6 a.m. and you're at the gym by 6.30. If it's 6 a.m., then I go to the gym. Remember the if-then statements from the Excel classes that nobody paid attention to? They actually have some life, some life applications here. <laughs> if it's 6 a.m., then I go to the gym. If there's pizza in the fridge, I do not eat it. If it is 8 o'clock, then I'm getting ready for bed. If-then statements are very rational approaches to staying consistent. And what we're trying to do here is we're actually trying to avoid the other emotion that's going to pull us away from being consistent. For example, it's 6 a.m. and you're ready to go to the gym. The emotion that you're fighting is comfortability. Because I'll tell you what, that bed feels pretty warm. It's nice and cozy. Nobody really wants to get up and go to the gym, right? You're fighting that emotion of comfortability. Nutrition, right? That pizza tastes really good. We eat as emotional beings. It's pleasure. It's delicious. It's a dopamine hit. Right, That sleep, I want to stay up a little bit later and I want to crank out a couple more episodes of uh, Peaky Blinders or something on Netflix. Right, You're, You have that power, that freedom. You're in control. You're not getting ready for your next day already. You're still holding on to whatever you have of this day. So our consistency gets derailed by these other emotions that we're trying to feel, that we like, that are enjoyable. Now here's the interesting thing. Mental habits and habits in general are the enemy to procrastination. Habits are the enemy to procrastinating. If you want to stop procrastinating, get yourself in a mental habit. Get yourself in a consistent habit. Create an emotional tie to that habit and you will avoid being a procrastinator. I guarantee you will. Because that emotion becomes so ingrained you're so excited to, to feel that emotion that that habit becomes almost second nature. And procrastinating goes right out the window. All right, so in conclusion, I want to wrap this up here. If you're lacking consistency in any area of your life, it's not emotional enough. Start ridiculously small if you want to start being consistent and attach more emotion to those small steps. Build evidence slowly. And also be happy when you win. Be happy when you do something for one day, for three days, for a week, for two weeks, for a month. Celebrate. Be happy. Right? Slowly build evidence around that emotion that you're creating. And that will allow you to develop those habits of consistent, consistency. And as you begin to do this, this is when those mental habits will start to develop. And ask yourself. What transformation is worth my focus? What transformation is worth my focus? And to be even more micro on that statement, 
what feeling is worth my focus. All right, guys, I hope that this helped in all of us trying to be more consistent, consistent because consistent, consistency will always win. Consistency is the mother of success. That is the one thing that I have seen completely universal with all of these super successful people that I, that I study every single day. They are all consistent as hell. If you want to win, if you want to be ridiculously successful, start creating that emotion and then attach it to being consistent. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 110. I hope we got some good value out of today's show. If you liked it, like I said in the beginning, like it, share it, rate it, be consistent with your gratitude for for the uh, for the libraries and weight rooms podcast because I know I will be consistent with my gratitude towards you. So thank you so much for your time today and everybody have a great week and we will talk to all of you soon. We'll see you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Libraries and Weight Rooms podcast. If you received something interesting from today's episode, we'd kindly appreciate if you could leave us a rating or review or even share this podcast with someone you believe needs to hear its message. The Libraries and Weight Rooms brand is a division of our parent company, Acres of Diamonds, where we are on a mission to end mental suffering through mental fitness. If you would like to learn more about our mission and support this cause, please visit our website at www.youracresofdiamonds.com. Take care, keep leading, and we will talk to you soon.